Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the breakfast show with me, Ryan Huang. It's not easy to run a business, what more so in the past few years, coping with the pandemic. So, despite the best efforts for many businesses, they face a lot of challenges that can sometimes lead to their closure. Yet, amidst the closures, we have stories of resilience. Businesses emerging stronger from some of these storms. And I think that's the story of our guest today. He's one individual who hails from humble beginnings as a self-taught leather craftsman. And he founded his company back in 2008. Like many companies in the past few years, uh, they were hit hard by the pandemic. His business saw a steep decline. But instead of you know, implementing cost-cutting measures, he dared to dream bigger. So let's find out more from the man himself, Stone Xie, founder of Stone for Gold. Good morning, Stone. Welcome to the studio. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, everyone. All right, let's talk about your business first. Uh, you started back in 2008. Start from the beginning. How do you get into this world of leather craft? What drew you to it? It was, it was a hobby during my school days, my LaSalle days. Okay, and I imagine for many people, it can be a hobby, it can be a passion, but then to take a leap of faith, to make a business, what was the turning point for you? I was making this hobby for all my friends and also selling it online. Hmm. So my friends say it's a pretty nice product. So I start selling them online. Then slowly I sell it in all the retail shops in Singapore. So I do consignments and yeah, you kick off like that. Okay, what sort of volume was you looking at? Like how much were you selling and then when did it really start to skyrocket? I would say I was quite lucky. It sells quite well mm-hmm. since you, the beginning, yes. When you since talk about leather craft, what were you doing or making with the leather? From the beginning, I was making like uh, keychain, keychain holders, necklaces, wallets, pouches, bags, all, all kind of stuff. Mm, has that product range evolved since then? What have you included into the mix right now? Right now, I'm focusing on more high-end luxury goods like wash strap, uh, wallets that's made of exotic letters. Yes. Okay, okay. So I think a lot of people appreciate your quality, the quality that you have in your products. And I guess people will be wondering, what makes a product different from what they can get elsewhere? What would you say is that unique selling point that you offer to them? Um, the unique selling point, I think I, I focus more on the people. So I... I try to understand what my customer want mm. and we craft or we specially custom something that is unique to their style and they can relate to their everyday life. All right, yes. give me an example of maybe some of the projects you're fond of or you know, have left you impression on. I think many people see me as a car fob guy <laughs> recently because I was quite viral on TikTok. Uh-huh. So I make car key pouches that is similar style to their rides, yeah. like supercars and stuff like that. Okay, yes. you can see this. Um, he actually brought a case, a suitcase full of car fobs in their own leather casings. And I can tell they kind of have a different personality to each design. So you can be a bit, I guess, simple and chic. You can be a bit wilder and it comes with the kind of animal prints on it, right? Yes, that's right. So you kind of understand the customer, what they're like, and then design the profile of some of these products around their personality. Okay, another big part of the business is actually something you've been talking about off-air, which is managing 
people. Yes. I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, they have a strong passion in an area and they try and grow the business. But the other part of the equation is they don't really have the chance to understand or have the right skill sets to grow a team. Walk us through growing that company. You started alone and then you had to grow the company. What was that journey like? Pre-pandemic, I was um, pretty much involved in everything. Mm. So I'm the I'm the photographer, I'm the salesman, I'm the HR. I also doing the admin jobs, the admin stuff. So so I pretty much checks on all trades. So things were all over the place, and every day is just fighting wars, fighting wars, fighting fire. You know, just busy, 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 busy. Sounds like you had to split yourself up. Yes. <laughs> and then, how do you overcome these challenges? So um, during pandemic, when the business is slow, I, I kind of want to grow this into a company. And it's also because um, the workshop and the events are cutting down, almost going to zero during pandemic. So, so we need to focus on our product line. So we need to build a production team. Then we need to have a sales team and also need to have a marketing team. I can't do everything alone, mm-hmm. you know. So, so to churn up the volume, to sell internationally, I have to do it. Okay, so with the extra help means you also have to manage the extra help. Yes. How has been that learning journey for you, learning how to manage people? Well, it's pretty tough because I'm much of a craftsman and an artist. So I'm good at what I do, but I'm not very good at managing people to make them do what I do, you know. I have to split simple process into like maybe a lot of different steps. Okay, what's through maybe some of the challenges uh, of managing people that maybe some of the folks out there can relate to and maybe they can also draw some inspiration or uh, learn some lessons from what you've gone through already? I have to draw lines with your people, you know, sometimes. Boundaries. Yeah, boundaries. I was too nice actually last time. So I was really too nice to them. When you mean too nice, were they asking for stuff like pay increases or what were they asking for that was uh, crossing the line? A bit of everything. Okay. <laughs> a bit of everything because I was too nice. Yes. How do you learn to manage to manage that? Not being nice, but still nice enough. I think it's all about mindset. How you shape your mindset to be a business person and to be a leader, especially. I, I actually went through some causes mm. to, to learn about all this stuff. Okay. I, I guess that goes some ways towards growing your business, being able to employ more people. Uh, in terms of scalability, how do you project the company growing? I'm actually um, hiring more sales staff. And also, we are expanding overseas. We're having overseas distributors. We've been talking to distributors from Malaysia, Thailand, Taiwan. Also, eventually, we're targeting to go into mainland China. Yeah, I wonder as well, with the overseas uh, resources, is it cheaper to actually produce this overseas? If you talk about manpower, it's definitely cheaper. But if you talk about material cost and the uh, workmanship, it's, uh, I think this is universal throughout for, for my Mm. My business. All right. And you successfully opened your first retail shop at Mandarin Gallery in April. Congrats. Thank you. That is a big step. Could you describe what's unique there at this shop and what customers can expect when they visit this new uh, establishment? So we provide and we showcase a wide range of ladders for customers to choose from. Mm -hmm. And we also have this new service that we scan and protect customers' uh, luxury watches like protective film. But it's all custom. That means we, we, we bring a 3D scanner, we scan not just watches, it can be anything, jewelry or any hard uh, objects. 
we can actually paste the PPF over and protect it like bracelets, watches. Wow, so it's a transparent coating. Yes. Transparent film. Film coating. Yes to protect it from your everyday wear. So that's uh, an interesting offering that you have at Mandarin Gallery, your new shop. So looking forward, what's going to be the future for Stone for Gold? And of course, I should have asked you earlier, why Stone for Gold? Why Stone for Gold? So my nickname is Stone. Okay. <laughs> and the whole idea is that you bring your stone to me and trade for gold. All right. So looking ahead, what some of the exciting plans in store? Uh, this October, we are launching a new collection, also a new logo. So we, we are making a series of products that will appeal to both female and male target audience. Okay, so growing the product range to appeal to a wider audience. So you've got a new shop in place. And of course, well, new skills you've learned um, in the past few years to manage your people. I mean, Jeremy Stone's here. He's the founder for Stone for Gold on Mind Your Business. Thank you for your time, Stone. Thank you, Ryan. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.